0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of the Nothing But Locks podcast. I'm your host, Ali Melnicki, accompanied by my fantasy guru, Jacob Schrader. How are you doing, Jacob?
1: I'm doing great. I am so excited for tomorrow. It is a little absurd.
0: Yeah, I, I honestly can't wait. You know, we're about a little over 24 hours till kickoff right here in Los Angeles. SoFi Stadium is maybe about, I want to say with traffic, about a 45-minute drive down the 405 for me. I know there's a bunch of Rams fans that are totally hyped. They're oh, yeah. not happy that it's going to be a hundred degrees tomorrow, but it's still football. So is a semi dome, so they should be cool enough. Oh, but yeah. I don't want to waste any time. Like let's get started. Uh, I'm assuming that, you know, you got your draft set, correct?
1: Oh yeah. We had our draft last Sunday, 8 PM. I did it while I was eating at a restaurant. My phone was on
0: 4%. <laughs>
1: uh, and I, you know, I had the the tenth pick overall. So in you know, a ten man league, I had the first pick of the second round too. I went RB, RB, uh, and I, you know, I think my team looks pretty good. We talked a lot, little bit about it earlier. Yeah. Um, I can rattle off the the starting seven. It's going to be Stafford. It's going to be Latte, Lenny, Fournette. It's going to be, oh gosh, Joe Mixon, and then Michael Pittman and Keenan Allen, and then Zach Ertz, San Francisco, and the Raiders kicker.
0: Nice. Well, I got my draft tonight, but I will say, you know, it's funny you mentioned that you, you drafted in a restaurant because just the stories I hear of people in their random places where they draft are hilarious. Like I was at a barbecue, well, we didn't really barbecue because it was 114 degrees in LA on Saturday, but I was at a party during the day and literally while we were in the pool, this one guy had a, was on his phone while he was drafting and I'm like, man, people will just yeah in the weirdest positions.
1: you know honestly, the ESPN app is so good it's yeah. to on the phone as long as you're you, you've done a little bit of a preparation. um I don't know in person drafts or drafts are always the best. Unfortunately, you know my friend group is spread out a little bit. We didn't have chance to get together this year. but when we were doing it in high school, you know those were those were the the best days of of the high school. you know th- those are some of my best memories, honestly is fantasy football drafts at one of my boys' basements
0: um yeah when I was at Fox we would always do we'd all gather in the conference room and do it you know a big draft uh my draft is actually tonight it was supposed to be last night but we got it moved and then my other league as I was telling you is is a daily fantasy league so we just uh have a salary every week in draft so I'm excited I don't know what position I am in yet we get to know an hour before the draft but yeah. you know I already have all the scenarios playing out so I'm excited, but I don't want to waste any time. Let's get right into it. This is our first stardom em, situm em podcast of the week. We're gonna have this podcast every about probably Thursday, maybe some Wednesdays if we need to do it earlier in the week. But we're basically Jacob and I gonna lay out to you all the players per position that we like for you to start or sit every week. And you know we're obviously not gonna name the usuals. Like there's no way you're ever gonna bench like a Joe Burrow or a Lamar Jackson. You're never going to bench a Jonathan Taylor or Derek Henry. But these are the guys that are kind of, you know, maybe they're your wide receiver three or you're choosing between two guys for your flex. So we're going to go down the list per position and name those second tier, some probably more third tier guys, which, you know, you wouldn't start maybe every week, but this is the week to start them. So, Jacob, let's start with quarterbacks, first of all. Now, quarterbacks, I really like this week. I like Jameis Winston a lot because I think going against the Falcons, the Falcons are rebuilding. They're not the best defense. You know, they do have some good cornerbacks. They do have some good linebackers. But overall, Winston should be able to carve up this defense. He's going to be on the field a lot because I don't expect a lot from Atlanta's offense, so he's going to get plenty of tries. He has Michael Thomas. He has Chris Olave. He has Jarvis Landry. Alvin Kamara as well he's always good for some screen passes so I really like James Winston I also like Carson Wentz in this position against Jacksonville I think he's going to have to throw a lot I think Jacksonville is going to be very competitive against the commanders and I think Carson, Wilson, Carson Wentz is basically going to unload and he's going to get plenty of you know chances for touchdowns he's going to get plenty of yards I don't think Jacksonville's defense is that great so I don't really think he's going to be in a position to throw too many uh, interceptions. And probably my favorite start of the week is Baker Mayfield. He's going against his former team in the Cleveland Browns. I think he's out for blood. I think he turns DJ Moore into one of the top fantasy wide receivers of the weekend. Mm -hmm. I really like Baker Mayfield. So I need my, my favorite guys. Let's get your favorite guys and why.
1: Yeah. I like yours. Uh, I think I'll just, you know, say Jameis. Remember last year, right came out the gate put five touchdowns up in week one.
0: Oh, absolutely yeah
1: miss baker uh, i think that's a great pick against the browns mm-hmm. um so my picks were matthew stafford matt ryan and russell wilson okay matthew yeah. stafford you know I, I think the bills are going to put up a lot of points in the rams right the bills have a slightly better defense than the rams uh they do have uh von miller now too but they're missing Tradavius white who's a great cornerback uh, I think Stafford comes out hot. I think you, you're going to see a version of Stafford that's just better than last year. He's going to have a lot of confidence. He's got a Rob. Now he's got Cooper cup. He's got a full offense. I don't know. I think he's going to throw for 303 touchdowns. That's that's a good game for me. Um, I like Stafford this week, especially because a lot of people may sit him. I don't think he's going to have a bad game. Uh, Matt Ryan, right. He's playing against the uh, the Texans. I mean, come on. The Texans can't stop anything. Um, Matt Ryan, I think it, 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 he'll have a great week. Michael Pittman will, will have a great week. I think Matt Ryan on the Colts is going to be dangerous. You know, the Colts are just a good team. It's a good organization. Uh, they're going to take more chances than they would have without Matt Ryan. Uh, I could see, a, a, you know, a few touchdowns, 300 yards easily for him. Um, you know, I know that their their running back is going to take away some of his, you know, opportunity. But maybe, you know, if they throw a couple screens and Jonathan Taylor decides, oh, I'm just going to take this one to the house. You know, that's Matt Ryan fantasy points. There. That That's Matt Ryan's fantasy points, too. And there was a play last year where Jonathan Taylor took an 80-yard screen pass to the house. I mean, he could take anything to the house. Um, Russell Wilson, same with Baker. It's a revenge game. I think Russell Wilson is going to be comeback player of the year, basically locked yeah. in. He could win MVP, though. I mean, Russell Wilson, is it, he is a beast. He is a, a beast. He's a robot. But... You know, in some elements, that's good. He's not going to make too many silly mistakes. He's going to throw for 280. He's going to run for 40. He's going to throw two or three touchdowns. He's going to win the game. Uh, The spread in this game is like minus six. That's ludicrous to me. I think Russell Wilson is going to win this game 40 to seven.
0: Yeah, I agree. In fact, in one of my best bets for the week, and then in my podcast yesterday that we had with Robert, I said this is one of my locks of the week. I, I think that they go Denver goes into Seattle and just crushes Geno Smith. And the Seahawks, I, I think, you know, the spread started at four and a half. It quickly jumped to six and a half. A lot of bets were coming in. On the yeah, I, I mean, that's a big jump. I think that, you know, they're going to easily win by a touchdown. Maybe the Seahawks get a late garbage time touchdown, but I think they cover. I'm with you. I, I like all three of your picks. Stafford, like you said, he's, you know, people I, I read a lot of stardom sit blogs before we got on this podcast and a lot of people were saying sit matt stafford and i just didn't get it listen i know that the bills have a stringent defense i know that they're tough but you know the rams are going to have momentum they're going to get their super bowl rings before the game you know this is like i said it's going to be 100 degrees in la that defense of the bills is going to get gassed after a while they're, go- they're yeah. going they're going playing in buffalo where they're used to to being cold not saying that the summers are necessarily cold but they're not 100 degree hot that's so important. they're going to have to deal. They're going to be gassed. I want to say probably by halftime, and that's going to allow Matt Stafford to really just unload. I think that Allen Robinson is probably going to have the biggest game. I think he's even even going to have more yards than Cooper Cup to start because they're going to mm-hmm. try to to uh, double team Cup a lot. So I think that's to, a great point that. you
1: made about the Heat. I didn't even think about that, but you know that matters, right? That's why Denver is such a has such a home field advantage, right? In LA in juxtaposed scenarios, the heat matters, right? Buffalo's not going to be ready for it.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with you. Same thing with Matt Ryan. Again, there's not much to say. Texans have a terrible defense. They're still tanking. So this is <laughs> a rebuilding year for them. I think Matt Ryan, you know, he's going to want to make a good a good name for himself being his first game on the Colts. And yeah. Russell Wilson, you know, we talked plenty of times in this podcast. I love Russell Wilson this year. I, I agree with you. I think he's an MVP candidate. He's definitely – gonna be a candidate for comeback player of the year so you know he's he's not gonna go into Seattle and just play mediocre oh gosh no on top
1: so he may he may even show emotion this game
0: yeah yeah no I agree I I I think that Seattle's defense is you know they lost Bobby Wagner in the offseason they really don't have a lot of guys that are you know playmakers on defense they gotta get safety yeah they uh, do. and then I just want to say
1: something about Matt Ryan go ahead I don't know if you're in the same boat, but Matt Ryan is one of the guys that this year I am rooting for so hard, right? Yeah. He just had such a, you know, that 28 to three loss, how good he was for a year, how much he's toughed it out in Atlanta. I'm sure he's never said jack shit about complaining about anything. No. Nope. He just goes in, he puts in his work and now he's going to be in a good situation. I know him and Matthew Stafford are best friends. Um, and I'm just rooting for him like crazy this year. I hope he makes the playoffs. I hope he wins a playoff game. I hope I hope he gets what he's worked so hard for.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I think having Frank Reich as his head coach is really going to – he's really going to blossom in that system. So, yeah, I think we're both in agreement with each other's stardom. So, let's move on to the sit So, sit this week. I have Ryan Tannenhill, which I know people are like, he's going against your Giants. That's why you're biased. But, no. The Giants, you know, as bad as our offense has always been, we have a solid defense. We have a little, uh, we have a few question marks in the secondary because we did lose quite a few guys in the offseason, but we do have young playmakers. And Ryan Tannehill is basically coming into this game without any of his weapons at all. AJ Brown is gone. Julio Jones is gone. You know, Tannehill is going to have to rely on, on Robert Woods from the from the Rams coming over to him you know, he, he's not, he's already not a great fantasy guy to have. He was very last year, just dependent on touchdowns. I don't see that this game, even if the Titans do win, I think this is, they're going to rely a lot on Derek Henry's game. And mm-hmm. I actually think the giants are going to cover the spread. And I'm not just saying that to be biased. I think that people underrate the giants this year. They have a new head coaching scheme. I think that their defense is going to shut down. It's going to be a low scoring game. Yeah. So- I'm not one for Ryan Tannehill. Justin Fields is probably my next big star- sit player. I think, I think Justin Fields, unfortunately, is going to have a long year ahead of him. That Bears offensive line is the worst, is the worst offensive line in the entire NFL. And this poor kid has to, you know, there were some games last season, Jacob, where he was sacked six times in a game. Jeez. Like and now he has to open the season against the Niners defense.
1: Like,
0: you're gonna have Nick Boza running, running against you. Like I'm sorry. Like good luck to you. Yeah. Like this, this I is a guy. That, he's just gonna be running all game. Yeah. And I dropped the Niners specifically for this matchup. Yeah, and I mean, like, who's he throwing to? Darnell Mooney? Like, Cole <laughs> like, sorry. Justin Fields owners, I know you might have drafted him thinking he has legs. This isn't the game. This is the Niners defense isn't the team you want Justin Fields to be facing. So sit him this week. And then my last sit him that, you know, I'm going against what everyone else says, but I have Tua. And that's because Tua going against Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Listen, I know that the Patriots have some question marks at defense. There are missing a few guys to injury, but Bill, Bill Belichick is one of the best coaches against young quarterback talent rookies (laughs) especially and I know two is in his third year but Bill Belichick can coach against not only young young quarterbacks very good but first time head coaches and they're going into Miami Mike McDaniels has taken over for Brian Flores as the Miami Dolphins head coach I think that they're just going to be overmatched I think that people are giving the Dolphins way too much credit because they got Tyreek Hill in the offseason because they got Chase Edmonds because they have Raheem Mozart but I just don't see it. I, I think Tua is going to struggle. I think it's going to be, again, in Miami, it's going to be t- very hot and humid. They're going to have to rely on the run game a lot. Jalen Waddle has been kind of iffy. I think he's on track to play. But he's been nursing an injury, so we don't know if we're going to get him at 100%. So Tua is my number three guy that he's just he, – sit him this week. What's oh,
1: your – t- uh, I actually like Tua for the long term. Right. I mean, not in the long term, but for this season, I I've been seeing clips from training camp. He's hitting Tyreek Hill deep, and I don't know. They have a good offense, right? Chase right. Edmonds is good. Uh, the two receivers are good. Tua can run the ball a little bit. I think your points about Bill Belichick eating him alive are really valid, especially with the first year head coach. And correct me if I'm wrong, but Mike Dan McDaniel's he was a, a Patriots guy.
0: Um. No, you're thinking Josh McDaniel's.
1: Okay. But still, you know, Tua used to – or, or, or Belichick used to confuse Stafford. And Stafford wasn't a first-year QB at the time, right? Yeah, Any yeah. time when we play the play the Patriots, I'm worried. Oh, my gosh, am I worried. So I agree with that. I actually almost put Tua in stardom, but then I realized he's playing Bill Belichick. Uh, I think Tua is going to be a start at some point this year. I actually think Tyreek Hill and, – and, and I think they're going to be good. I really do. I think they're going to be so fast on offense. It's going to be ridiculous, right? Tyree Hill is, is, he, I mean, Tyree Hill is like kind of, he, he's not in the same tier as anyone else in this league,
0: right. right? He is
1: just faster than every single other player. Um, I don't know. I, I think he's a sit this week. And and then Ryan Tannehill, well, you know, on Justin Fields, I think that's clear, right? He's playing the 49ers. Yeah. Don't, don't start with the 49ers. And then I think the, the Titans are going to be horrible this year. I think the Titans are going to go from first to worst, to be completely honest. Uh, yeah. I think it's going to be a dumpster fire. I think Ryan Tannehill is going to be out after this year. I think has, I think this year is going to be the end of his career. Um, I just don't see him as a – I don't see him as a good player. I don't see him as a good leader. Yeah. They go 12-4, and, and but, you know, the, the Titans, they lost Harold Landry, which is yeah. big. Lost. And all of that affects everything, right? That's their best player, right, almost without a doubt. Um, I will say, I think Robert Woods will have an okay season. I think he'll be the guy. I think he's just as good as who he replaced, A.J. Brown. You know, A.J. Brown isn't anything crazy to me. He he has good body control. He's a, you know, he's a he's a reasonable wide receiver, but I didn't see anything from him last year that was crazy. He had one really good play where he, you know, he caught a ball on the sidelines, evaded some defenders and scored, but I didn't see a highlight from him last year that was crazy. Um, so I don't know. I like your picks. My sit were Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, and Mac Jones. Um, let's start with Mac Jones because, you know, I think that the this game, it may be a low-scoring game, um, but I could also see a lot of regression from Mac Jones this year, yeah, right? Maybe he gets complacent. Maybe he just – I don't know. I'm not, you know, I'm not a Mac jones hype guy. I think he does a good job as a game manager. I think some people may be expecting him to be a two or three touchdown a week guy this year and take a next step. I just don't know if it's happening. You know, I think a lot of the magic that got worked last year was Bill Belichick, and a lot of the magic that's going to get worked this year is Bill Belichick.
0: Right.
1: I'm not putting too much into the quarterback uh, into what Mac Jones is doing. As for Derek Carr, um, you know the Chargers got leveled up on defense like crazy this year. Um, And this is going to be Derek Carr's first week with Devontae Adams, right? You know, maybe they're not as fluid and connected as one would have thought, right? Derek Carr is going so low in fantasy drafts. It's a little scary, right? Does Vegas know something we don't know? Uh, I don't know. Um, But, you know, he does also have, he's got some some firepower around him, right? He's also got Darren Waller and um, Hunter Renfro is a beast. So it could go either way. Um, that's not my most confident sit because the chargers, right. They have a really bad run defense, right. And they just got a, a great cornerback and a great rusher. So the passing game is going to be shirt sure up a little bit. Maybe it's a good game for, uh, Josh Jacobs. I don't know. Uh, I'm not certainly not a Josh Jacobs, uh, you know, hype up guy. Uh, and then Kirk cousins, right. It's just simple that green Bay has an unbelievable defense, They've got, you know, they've got a stacked defense on on every side of the ball or every part of the field, and they're going to have Jair Alexander just shadowing. Um, yeah,
0: that's yeah, that, that's bad news for Justin Jefferson owners for sure.
1: I actually put Thielen in, in my sit for wide receivers because you know Justin Jefferson's good enough to get open, and you know there's going to be a player, or two where he's not, you know, covered like crazy. He's gonna he's gonna get his share. Right. And Kirk Cousins is going to throw a deep ball. To, to, he's going to throw three deep balls to Jonathan Jefferson this game. He's going to need to, right? Because the Packers are going to put up points no matter what. They're going to run the ball. They're going to throw the ball. They got Aaron Rodgers. They're good. Um, but Kirk Cousins, he's not Aaron Rodgers. He's good. But I just think Green Bay's defense is real good here.
0: Yeah. I, I like all of those picks. I think that Kirk Cousins, he's one of my favorite quarterbacks for fantasy this year. This isn't the week I, I don't like. I, Green Bay's defense is right up there in my opinion, with the Niners as the best in the NFC. I really think that Green Bay is actually underrated. You know, they they got even Quay Walker in the draft. He's going to be a menace on the, that defense. So I definitely agree with Kirk Cousins. I agree with Derek Carr. I actually have the Chargers covering and winning outright against the against the Raiders this week, they're three and a half point favorites. I think that they wouldn't easily buy a touchdown. I just don't think it's Derek Carr's week. I think, you know, he's gonna. it's going to take Derek Carr a little bit of time to progress. I don't think he's a fast starter and the chargers do have a rough, a, a tough defense. I mean, they made some big moves in the off season. They got Khalil Mack to shore up the, the linebacking core they have Kyle Vanoy they signed, and they still got Joey Boza. So the pass rush is really going to – they're going to really put the pressure on Derek Carr. So I, I like all your – I agree with all your things. I never thought Mac Jones was much of a fantasy product anyway. So I agree with the sit especially against the Dolphins, who also do have a good defense. So no disagreements right there. Um, I'm on all of your guys. So then let's move to running backs. So stardom this week for my running backs – I really like A.J. Dillon a lot. I think we talked about how Aaron Jones is going to be used a lot, primarily as a wide receiver. So I think that's going to open the backfield up for A.J. Dillon, and it's especially going to open it up this week against the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings don't have a very good defense at all, especially, you know, up front. So mm-hmm. I think that they're really going to run the ball a lot as Aaron Rodgers is still trying to get on, tr- on track with his receivers that being said that they're probably with the rookie receivers they're going to be looking for Aaron Jones to play the wide out a little more so I really like A.J. Dillon starting this week Melvin Gordon we talked about it, you know the Broncos playing the Seahawks earlier the Seahawks had one of the worst rush defenses in the NFL oh, yeah. Horrible. and you know we are we, we pretty much know that Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams are going to split time, you know, fit, whether it's 50-50 or 60-40, but I think Melvin Gordon's going to get the brunt of the work in the game like this. And I think he's going to be good for two touchdowns in this game easily. Like I I think that as good as Russell Wilson is, he like they're going to pass off the 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 third down yardage to Melvin Gordon, he's going to get maybe at least one, I think he's going to get touchdowns, maybe two stretching it, but he's going to score this game. I think that he's probably going to get more work than we expect in Javante Williams this round. So Melvin Gordon's a definite start for me. And I also like Travis Etienne. I know we talked about him earlier in the year. We really don't know what we're getting because he missed all the last season. But going against the Washington Commanders, who also have a terrible defense outside of Chase Young, I think this is the perfect opportunity for him to, to, come, to go and break out and mm-hmm. really have a good game. I think that, you know, again with the commanders you know they're going to take some pressure off of Trevor Lawrence you know he, they're going to run the ball just as much probably as they throw if not more so i think Etienne has a good game
1: yeah we don't know anything about Etienne right um okay so my starts were Saquon Barkley yep. Elijah Mitchell Mitchell and James Connor. okay so let's start with Saquon yep uh so the Giants are playing. Can you remind me who they're playing? The Titans. Yeah, so uh, that, that was predicated on the Harold Landry injury. I think this is going to be a closer game than people think. I think the Giants are going to run the ball a lot because, you know, Dan, Daniel Jones is – he's not a stud. He may be okay, but right, yeah. I think it's going right. to be a close game. I think the Giants could win this game outright, right? That's yeah. going I have a bad defense. And with Saquon back, with, you know, Kadarius Tony healthy, which who even knows if he is. Uh, and with uh, Kenny Galladay, hopefully getting open, right. Let's hope he gets open this year. Uh, Giants could be okay. And I think the Titans are horrible. Uh, I never understood. I mean, it's basically Derrick Henry and the boys, right. And now the right. the best boy got hurt, which was Harold Landry. Uh, you know, they still got Derrick Henry. He's still going to rush for 150 yards. I just, I just think, Derrick, I just, I think uh, Tannehill is going to throw for 150. Um, so, I think it's going to be a close game, so they're going to run the ball. Then is Elijah Mitchell. right? I think Trey Lance actually makes him better because he's a little bit of a threat. I actually don't think Trey Lance is going to be bad. I've seen a lot of clips from training camp, but he's throwing the ball in the right spot, right? And they've got just a good offense. Um, I'm turning around to the 49ers being really good with Trey Lance. Um, I know i said a lot that, you know, they – um, they need a game manager, and they just need someone who's not going to mess up. But you know, they had that last year, and they they didn't win the Super Bowl. And they have the best defense in the league. They've got maybe the maybe a top five receiving core in the league, and they've got the top five tight to end. Uh, they could be really good this year. So I'm taking Elijah Mitchell. And then James Connor, right? The Chiefs and the the Cardinals. That's going to be a high scoring game, and I think James Connor is going to score a touchdown or two. That's what he does, right? He you know does. that's what he does. <laughs> I mean, he's going to catch. Four passes, he's gonna run for 80 yards, he's gonna score two touchdowns. That's a great week for
0: Yeah, games. especially with D hop out. They're really gonna rely on that run game a lot. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I like all those picks too. I can't disagree with any of them. So let's move on to the sit 'em. For me, Cam Akers is a sit for me this week. You know, the Rams going against the Bills. We talked how good the Bills defense is. And I just think that their front seven, they're just gonna stuff the line and Cam Akers, we didn't get to see a ton of last year because he was injured. I just don't think this is a good this is gonna be a good showing for him. I think that they're gonna end up passing the ball a lot more because like you said earlier, it's gonna be a high scoring game. You know, they're gonna they're gonna utilize Allen Robinson and Cooper Cup on the wings to really go out there. So Cam Akers is a slip for me. Josh Jacobs is also a slip for me going against the Chargers. I mean, again, if you look at their linebacking core with Joey Boza with Khalil Mack they're going to be rush they're going to be pass rushing galore and they're going to bring it up to to stop the run as well Josh Jacobs I'm just not too high on this year I I really have I really just have never been too high on Josh Jacobs so for me you know against against the Chargers this one is a sit and then my last one is every Buffalo running back you know this is a running back by committee between Devin Singletary Zach Moss and the rookie James Cook, until it's established who's the number one. If it's ever established who the number one is, you know, I know Sean McDermott likes to rotate his backs. You know, just don't start any Buffalo running backs. So what do you think about those?
1: Yeah, I think the the, the Rams and the Bills have really similar running back situations, right. both for this week and for the season. I mean, I know Cam Akers is kind of a stud, and uh, he's flashy, and he's he's certainly got some bounce. But you know, Daryl Henderson is a good player, and it's almost like uh, the the Green Bay situation where right. AJ is is going to be the runner, um, and then um, I'm blanking on the name, but they've got another running back who who catches passes. I think you know both of them are going to be running back by committee. The Bills and the Rams. I think the Bills is going to really be a running back by committee. I think it's pretty clear there's only two guys in LA who are going to get touches. But I agree, both both you know both running backs are playing against unbelievable defenses and you know they also have the best two quarterbacks or, or two of the top five quarterbacks in the league attached to them so this game is going to be a lot of passing um, and I see exactly what you're saying there so I agree I also had Bill's running backs in there I also had David Montgomery right who's the Bears running back and he's playing the 49ers I mean he may rush for 12 yards this game um, the, the, the Bears may put up under 100 yards this game I mean let's be real uh, and then I had Zeke Elliott Right. I, you know, I think that's going to be a passing game. I think the Bucks are bad against the pass, at least relative to how good they are against the run. Right. They do have Vita, they, uh, they got Sue. I think they still have Sue.
0: Uh, Sue's a free agent.
1: Oh, OK. Well, you know, they have a good defensive line. Yeah. They just they- don't have the, the pass defenders, right? They really struggled last year with corners getting hurt. They signed Richard Sherman. I think Dak and, and CeeDee Lamb are going to go off. I don't know about Zeke but it will be a high scoring game. So if there's a touchdown in there, it'll throw things off. But you know, those are my picks for this week.
0: Yeah. I think if you have Zeke Elliott, it is going to be tough to sit him this week. Cause I know a lot of people drafted him as an RB two, So you're kind of like handcuffed to start him, and there's no way you would start a Tony Pollard over him this week if you have to, but I definitely agree with, with David Montgomery. I think anyone on the bears roster is just a sit and the bears like, That team is someone in my draft tonight. Like I am just staying away from everyone with a Chicago Bears, you know, jersey attached to them. Like I just don't think I I just don't think anything of the Bears this season. I think that they are a complete dumpster fire. And I'm just staying away from them altogether. So let's move on to wide receivers. So this week, I liked Crystal Lave to start. I know a lot of people, you know, they are questioning whether I have him as maybe a wide receiver three or a flex. They're going up against the Falcons. I mentioned why I like Jameis Winston to start. I think that this is a team that just is going to run a lot of offensive plays. I think Olave is going to get a lot of looks, especially with Michael Thomas. This being his first game coming back from injury. So it's going to be interesting to see, you know, if how much they use him, if they give him some snaps off. But Olave is definitely a start for me. Uh, I also like Juju Smith-Schuster with the Chiefs. I think that he's going to be up there as a number one guy. So I, I really like Juju. I think that against the the Arizona Cardinals, same thing. They're going to be throwing a lot. And I'm really one that, that's going to follow Juju. I know that people really don't give Juju a lot of credit because he did have you an know, off year with the Steelers last year. But I think working with Pat Mahomes... He's really going to to come up and and really go on, go on. And the other guy, thank you for correcting me because I did spell his name wrong. But that is J. N. Dotson of the Commanders. You know, you you turned me on to this guy a few weeks ago when we talked to them. So I, you know, that was auto in our document. But you know, he he really is a guy I think is gonna get the bulk of the receptions from Carson once this weekend. I think Terry McLaurin is gonna be double teamed a lot. So Dotson is going to be the one that I think comes up and really performs well. What do you think? I think think Dotson
1: is a beast Um, of all the guys I watched their highlight videos. He just was open every single play. Right. And that scales well to the NFL, right. He just knows how to beat zone coverage. He knows how to get open and he's an athletic guy. So I like Jahan Dotson a lot um, for, for this game and for his career. I don't know about Olave, right? I'm really worried about putting rookies in, especially week one. But, uh, you know, he, he, he is a good player. He was drafted. I think he was the first wide receiver drafted. Um, there's a reason for that. So, you know, Jameis James can throw too. Jameis is going to throw the ball 40 times this game. Make no mistake. Um, so my top starts were Allen Robinson, Russell Gage, and Sammy Watkins. A-Rob, I, I just think he's going to be so good this year. Um, I think it's going to be a wide receiver one yeah. A and B. I think they're both going to have 150 targets. I think they're both going to have 100 receptions. Uh, I just think it's going to be so good for the Rams to have two studs. And then they have Van Jefferson. And Van Jefferson is no joke. I mean, it, it, it's so good that they got um, they got Allen Robinson this year. So I'm starting him this week. Russell Gage, right, he's going to be the wide receiver two on the Bucs this week. Because, you know, no one knows what's going on with, with Chris Godwin. I don't know if he's even playing or not. Right. If he's playing, he's not going to be 100%. Um, and Gage is good. Gage caught 60 passes for almost 900 yards last year. He catches deep passes, and this is going to be a shootout, right? Tom Brady is going to take a shot to Russell Gage. It is yep. guaranteed. That's Russell good. Gage is unbelievable at catching deep passes. He did it against the Rams. He was the only player to get open against the Rams besides Mike Evans. And You know, Mike Evans scored that crazy touchdown to – tied the game with like 30 seconds left and then Stafford took Brady's soul as he said in his post game interview. Um one of the one of the best moments of the uh the season last year besides the Super Bowl for me. Uh and then Sammy Watkins is a guy who shows up in week 1. He's on Green Bay now. Uh you know it, it's almost like a meme. Sammy Watkins has a huge week week 1 and then disappears the rest of the season. So I'm playing on that. Maybe it's a meme, maybe it's uh maybe it's something real. Uh but you know, Green Bay doesn't have any targets, so it could be Alan Lazard, but I think Sammy Watkins could be okay as well.
0: Yeah, that's that's not a bad, you gotta take a shot on. I can't really disagree with any of your guys. Like I said, I think Allen Robinson's gonna be a number one receiver this game. I think he actually might outperform Cooper Cup being the number two option. Russell Gage, that's probably not a guy that every, a lot of people are gonna think about, but we know Tom Brady likes to spread the ball a lot. Same thing, Chris Godwin coming back from injury. You don't know how much they're going to use him. So Gage might be able to step up and be the wide receiver, too, that they need. And yet, why not take a shot at Sammy Watkins? You know, he, he might be a good flex option. Aaron Rodgers, who knows that, you know, we know that he gets mad at his receivers if they drop the ball. If Christian Watson or Romeo Dobbs do, do make mistakes, you know, he's going to go to the veteran guys like Randall Cobb, Alan Lazar, Sammy Watkins. So that's not a bad start either. So for Siddham, guys, I don't like this week. Chase Claypool is probably my number one. I just don't know how Mitch Trubisky is going to do with that offense. And, you know, even if he does perform well, I just don't see him, you know, launching the ball that deep, especially the Bengals and in their, in their defense. I think that Chase Claypool could probably be let down for a bit this game. I think they'll rely a lot on Najee Harris. So I'm not really high on Chase Claypool. Rashard Bateman again for the um, sorry for I'm blanking for for the Ravens. I think he's gonna be a, a a decent receiver for them. I don't know if he's number one receiver material, but going against the Jets this weekend, the Jets really aren't that great of a team. They have to start Joe Flacco this weekend because Zach Wilson's out the first four weeks. So I think the Ravens are gonna are gonna be up early, and I think they're just gonna pretty much just try to run out the clock. I think they're going to run the ball a lot with Lamar Jackson, with JK Dobbins, Mike Davis. But I, I really just think that this is, this is a a, a game where Bateman's just not going to come out and be, you know, the number one guy. I think Mark Andrews will be the number one guy if they do catch passes. And then the last one is Darnell Mooney. I said, I just don't like any of the bears this week. They have to go against the Niners. You know, Mooney's going to get, he's going to be their number one target. He's going to get crushed by the cornerbacks. So those are my cinema guys. What about yours?
1: Uh, I like those picks. I think Claypool, right? You can't trust anybody with uh, Mitch Trubisky throwing them the ball. Bateman, you know, I could go back and forth on this one. I think Bateman could be okay, right? Someone needs to replace Marquise Brown in Baltimore. Someone needs to catch those deep, crazy passes from Lamar. I think Bateman could be that guy. Darnell Mooney, I couldn't agree more. Right, especially with uh, Justin Fields. I mean, Darnell Mooney put up a good year last year, 80 catches. But I mean, going against San Fran with with uh, Justin Fields, that's not a recipe for success.
0: Right. Don't forget, Six. you know, he had Allen Robinson opposing him, so it's it's like yeah, Allen Robinson got double teamed a lot. Now Mooney's going to be the number one guy.
1: Uh, my sits are Brandon Ayuk, Adam Thielen, and Tyler Lockett. Ayuk, it's just a, a nature of the situation. I don't see anything wrong with him against the Bears. I just think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be 21 nothing at halftime. I think those touchdowns are gonna go to uh maybe a Trey Lance rush. Certainly, Debo is gonna get a touchdown over Ayuk. Uh, and then you know Kittle's obviously a, a touchdown target. And you know, Ayuk is is kind of an, an odd-man out here for this game and and, and you know, maybe for the season in blowout games. He kind of relies on uh he may rely on touchdowns, but he, you know, he's a he's a good player. I just think the the forty nine ers are going to be up so much in this game; it, it doesn't really make sense to start him. Uh, next up is Thielen. This is, you know, I, I just think at Justin Jefferson is going to be the guy who, who they're going to force the ball to, and because uh, the Packers are so good on defense, Thielen may be the odd man out this game. If they get in the red zone, he could get the the target and score the touchdown but I just don't see enough volume to merit starting him against the Packers. Uh, he's on the way down. Unfortunately, he was, he was an awesome story when he came into the league from a, you know, not a high, you know, not a good college. It just blew up. Right. He had Like 1400 yards his his first good year. And, you know, I love him, but I don't, I'm not starting him this week. And then Tyler Lockett, you know, I think if, you know, Gino Smith's not really a, a, a deep ball guy, not an accurate deep ball guy. And DK Metcalf is kind of the, the player for the Seahawks, who's he, first of all, he's the wide receiver one. He's the one who catches the screens. He's the one who catches the slants. Uh, Tyler Lockett catches the deep balls. And I just don't think they're going to connect. I, I don't know. I, I, Tyler Lockett is, uh, it may be a tough year for him in Seattle.
0: Yeah, I I really agree with all of those guys. You know, Brandon Ayuka might be tough to sit him because it, it was like that last year. It's like there are some games he just went off. And then other games, you know, he was two catches for 30 yards. So it's going to be tough. But if there was a game to sit him, yeah, against the Bears, where I think that they are going to exploit the Bears' lack of run defense, I think they are going to run the ball a lot. I I don't think they want to, you know, give Trey Lance too hard of a time. So I don't really see them going deep too much. I can't agree with you more with Adam Thielen. I just think Adam Thielen is kind of like on the downside of his career, I don't think he was a fantasy guy. He once was, you know, this is Justin Jefferson's team. The only case I will make, if you do want to start dealing is that we mentioned how Jari Alexander will probably be covering Justin Jefferson. So that might make Thielen more open for more targets. So, you know, I, I agree with that. And then Tyler Lockett. Yeah. Would you know, Smith, you know, I'm, I'm so not trusting any of those guys, maybe DK Metcalf, but that's about it.
1: I agree. Yeah.
0: So we'll move on quickly to tight ends because you and I both agree. I'm looking right here. We both like David Njoku and Zach Ertz. So you know, why don't you explain why you like those guys? And you know, I'll go ahead and yeah. say why. Like.
1: Well, to start, I drafted Zach Ertz at Tennessee, so he better perform this week. Um, but realistically, I just think he's going to get. I think he's going to have a good year. I think he, you know, his game doesn't really predicate on his athletic ability. Uh, you know, he's not he used to be called no yak Zach because he doesn't run with a ball for the catch. And you know, he's he's old now, he doesn't need to. He's gonna be the guy who catches those eight-yard passes and dives, does his little dive for for a first down, right? And if he catches six of those, I mean, heck yeah, that's a great game for a tight end. David Njoku, it's just you know, we've talked about this before. Uh Njoku is getting paid $58 million over four years. If the Browns don't use him, it is like ludicrous i mean they have to use him he has to be a focal point for them uh he's not a blocker he's a catcher and he's an athletic guy uh i don't know i i just think he's going to surprise some people he could he could be a good player um he may just not have been in the right situation yet um so this year and this week i think njoku is good
0: yeah i agree i think especially this week jacoby Brissett's going to lead on him a lot when it comes to throwing, you know, I think Amari Cooper is going to get double teamed a lot by the Carolina defense. So Njoku, I think, is really going to come out. I think he's going to get a solid amount of receptions per game. And then we talked about Zach Ertz, you know, before the test. I think he's going to be the number one target for for Kyler Murray this week, even over Marquise Brown. I think Marquise Brown's your deep threat, but I think in terms of volume, Zach Ertz is really going to get a lot with D Hop out. And then let's move on to like the Situm guys. I mean, I'll I'll just reiterate, I don't like any Bears guy this week going against the Niners. So I have Cole Komet sitting. And then I also have Mike Giseki. I think with the Dolphins, we mentioned going against the Patriots. You know, I think Gisaki's just gonna get lost in the mix. I think that if two is gonna throw eat is gonna be to Tyreek Hill or to Jalen Waddell, or they're gonna utilize the run game a lot. I think Gaseki's just gonna get lost in the mix.
1: What about yeah. him? We, we i i saw somewhere that Kazaki's been basically lining up as a run blocker in the new Miami offense I think Kazaki could have 30 catches this year um I just don't i don't there's not going to be enough mouths to feed right they're not going to throw the ball th- 35 times a game right they're going to throw the ball and they're going to throw it to their two wide receivers i think Kazaki's a run blocker in this offense I also put Dawson Knox because the Rams just basically exploded and, and got you know uh Bobby Wagner from the the Seahawks, and I just don't think Dawson Knox is going to catch a pass on, a, on Dobby Wagner. It's his first game in a Rams uniform. It's going to be hyped. Um, Rams have a good defense overall. I just think it's going to be a down week for Knox.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, I, I agree. I don't think Knox is going to have the season that everyone expects him to have based on last season. Last season was very touchdown dependent. So I think if you're looking for him to, you know, get a high volume in catches, he isn't the guy. So, we have a few minutes left. So, let's quickly go through defenses. So, for me, stardom, I think it's a no brainer. Indianapolis going against Houston, I don't think you'd go wrong with that. We'll emphasize against San Fran is probably your play of the week going against Chicago. They're going to get a lot of sacks. I know probably a lot of people drafted them knowing that they were going to have a pretty easy schedule. I mean, they're playing the Bears this week, and then the Niners play the Seahawks next week. So, if you have Niners defense, you're pretty much all set. But yeah. I also like Baltimore's defense. If you don't have them going against the Jets, you know, Joe Flacco's filling in for Zach Wilson, Joe Flacco's the shell of his former self. You know, I don't know much he's, that he's going to be able to do with that offense. So it, this is probably going to be a long day for him on, and, uh, and the Jets offense. And then I also like new Orleans defense going against Atlanta, you know, Marcus Mariota, the guy hasn't started a game in a few seasons. You don't know what you're going to get with him. You know, he he wasn't that successful as a starter when he was with Tennessee. I think maybe he had one start for the Raiders in the past few seasons. But I just don't know. I don't think he's going to be, you know, a solid guy to trust. And you, it's a lot of young guys. You know, you have Drake London as a wide receiver, rookie. He's the highly touted guy from USC. I don't know how he's going to do his first time out. So I think, you know, the New Orleans team is another good play. What are yeah. you thinking?
1: He's looked good in training camp, though. I think he—he yes. he was actually the first wide receiver taken. I may have been wrong. I think he got taken before Olave. but uh, he's looked good. He's huge. He's six five. He's athletic. Um, I agree with what you're saying. I put uh, San Fran, Baltimore, and Carolina. Um, Carolina, just because they're playing the uh, the Browns. Carolina has an okay defense, and I think they may play off of Baker's energy. Right? Baker's an energetic guy. He 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 adds to Carolina on the defensive side, right? Baker's a guy you want on your team. Um, He's got, you know, he's got, you know, he's got that motivational and inspiring mentality. Um, So I like them. Um, San Fran is obvious. Baltimore, uh, they're a good defense. They're playing a bad offense. What more can you ask for?
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Carolina is probably another sneaky good good start if you're looking for defenses to streaming. So let's go with defenses we don't like. You know, again, I'm just going to, beat the beat a dead horse. And that's Chicago. I, I just, Chicago just they're not the team that they were a few seasons ago when they made the playoffs. Like Khalil Mack is gone. Roquan Smith is disgruntled. He already has stated how he wants to get treated. I just don't think that they're going to be able to stop the Niners running. The thing about the Niners is they run a lot of plays, you know, they really like to stretch it out. So I think they're going to be on the field a lot. I think they're going to give a lot of yards, a lot of points. So stay away from Chicago And then, you know, two of the best defenses, but I would sit both of them this week, is Buffalo and L.A. I think that with the Heat, they're both defenses are going to get gassed a lot. I think it's going to be, you know, a high-scoring affair. It's going to be multiple touchdowns. So And Josh Allen and Matt Stafford are two quarterbacks that don't make a lot of mistakes. So I don't anticipate a lot of turnovers between the two. What do you think? I
1: like that. I added uh, Dallas to the sit list because Tom Brady – Yes. And Dallas is a good defense. You know They were good in fantasy last year because they got so many picks. But guess who they're not picking off? They're not picking off Tom Brady. Um, Tom Brady's going to put up 35 points. Maybe Dallas were the same, but that doesn't mean you should start their defense.
0: Yeah, no, totally agree with you. So I, I really have no complaints. So I, this was a good episode. I don't think we really disagreed with each other too much. But, you know, it is week one. There's a lot of unknowns out there. There's going to be a lot of waiver wire pickups. Coming as soon as Monday morning. I know that there's going to be a lot of guys that just come out from nowhere. So Jacob will actually have a blog uh, that we will debut either Monday or Tuesday. That's going to give you the options for the best waiver wire pickups. I know he's going to be looking at which players to pick up himself, as am I. So we got have a great season coming up for you guys. We're going to have this podcast weekly with our stardom sit-ums and hopefully we can give you guys great advice and help you on your way to winning your fantasy league. So before we sign off, Jacob, you have anything else to add? Go Rams, baby. (laughs) I knew that was coming. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to, I mean, it's going to be a hot one tomorrow, but I don't think you can ask for a better matchup to start the year. So I'm very excited.
1: Well, I'll be in my apartment with air conditioning. Thank goodness.
0: (laughs) Me too. Well, everyone, thank you again. And we will talk to you next week. Take care.